got game for sale, I got game for sale, I got game for sale, I got game for sale. Gotta reach to be the one on top, no team like the one I got, you now live with the one block shot. Trying to be on uh, the podcast? Huh? You gonna try to be on the podcast today? Which podcast? The podcast right here. See, I'm recording. You wanna be on it? Okay. You gotta be quiet. You wanna take your bonnet off? My bonnet? Mm hmm. Yeah. So, everybody, your nice hair. Oh. The show don't stop, man. So. We're going to get right into this. So on Mondays and Tuesdays, my wife, she's a full-time nurse. She works the overnight shift. So, you know, I try to get up before the kids wake up. Sometimes they wake up a little early. It's all good, though. Show don't stop. I've committed to doing this. So uh, Naomi's here. So, yo, shout out to Naomi. But, uh, yeah, man, Chad the dad in, in full motion, as you guys see. It is my goal and dream to be a stay-at-home dad. Um, in order to do that, I have to make a lot of money because, you know, my wife goes to work. and <laughs> She's not going, you know, she ain't going to take care of the family. Won't have her for a very long doing it like that. So this is what we're going to do, guys. So um, say hi. Hi. Okay, awesome, awesome. This is Naomi, guys. Hopefully my second-born doesn't also wake up because then I'd have two kids out here, so it'll make it pretty hard to... Spit this game. Okay. So yeah, today we're going over, man, operating successful business with your friends and family. It's going to be a three-part story to this. You know, I'm very passionate about this. I believe in operating businesses with your friends and families. I love doing it. I've done it multiple times. I've experienced a lot in it. And I have a lot to share with you guys because there's some um, there's some things, there's some landmines to look out for. There's some things that you want to be aware of. And there's probably more reasons why you shouldn't than why you should and that's what we're going to go over today man I, i've separated this this lesson and this podcast into three parts man and today we're going to go over part one so just to keep it real short and simple the short answer is that you shouldn't start a business with your friends and family <laughs> if you choose to do so anyway you want to stay tuned for part two because there's certain things that we want to have in line to make sure that that relationship stays successful and that we maintain a healthy positive relationship with our families but um short answer is and part one is going to be about reasons why you should not start a business with your friends and family and i'm gonna give you a bunch of reasons you know do what you want i'm doing what i want i'm still doing it myself but, you know, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> and I want to get into exactly why right now. So um, everybody that's new to the live, man, my daughter woke up a little early today. So she's joining us on the podcast. We've got to keep the show rolling. This is what we're going to do. So part one, why you shouldn't start a business with your friends and families. So business partnerships, guys, business ownership. These are marriages. You know, there's a bunch of reasons why you shouldn't marriage marry your your family member you know outside of biblical reasons you know you just you just you just can't do it you know what I'm saying business partnership is very very the same like a business partnership is a union between one two maybe sometimes even three or four people um a lot of times we we try to start 
part, you know, we started starting businesses with our family because it's our dream to do so. Like, we grew up, we look at these cool guys, and I know I was a huge fan of the Wayans brothers. Like, me and my family would sit down and we would watch in Love and Color and Live in Color, and we would legit imagine how it would be to run a show like that. Like, what would that look like for us? We're all funny guys. We love making comedy skits. That was a dream of ours, you know. Like, how can we do this like the Wayans? Like, how, how does that how does that work? And, you know, when you bring in an immature family that doesn't really know about business you go everybody does it the same let's all put up equal amounts of money let's establish roles and let's let's do this um that's not enough you know when it comes to operating a business businesses are complex just like marriages are complex just because a person is your family member does not qualify them to be a business partner or even a business owner um, and it's, it's a harsh thing to say, but if you guys aren't willing to have that conversation, then you're already destined for failure. And not only your business, but you're probably going to damage your personal relationship with your family member as well. And that is the last thing that I want you guys to do. Like, um, I value my relationships more than anything. My family comes and my close friends, like I want to be able to operate and have friendships with, with them for a long, long time. Business can very well and very easily get in the way of that. Part one today is about the reasons why you shouldn't start a business with your family member. Part two is going to be about if you decide to anyway, this is probably what you're going to want it to look like. These are the things that you want to be aware of. These are the things that you want to have in line, you know, between and we'll go into operation agreements, how to how to organize your finances, how to make sure that there's always going to be clear communication um, and a couple more things. Part three is a is a way better way to build an empire with your family than a typical partnership. I really want to share that with you guys, because that is what I believe you guys should be doing. That's kind of the answer between part one and part two. The best way to operate a business with your family and it's not it's not a partnership. Um, but it's instead hiring one another and possibly splitting up profit share. We're going to go over all of that. Part four, I'm actually going to do a free live consultation on Friday and cover anything that I missed and let you guys answer me some questions live here on Friday morning. Of course, it will be at six o'clock in the morning, possibly 630 to avoid my kids waking up, giving me a little more time. But Friday morning will be a free consultation. You know, guys, take advantage of that. I do plan on charging for my consultations. I'm thinking about starting at about 250 an hour. You know, that's that's your boy's value right now. And I'm going to scale that up over time. My dream is to get paid to talk to people. So we're going to start there and over time scale it up. So, yeah, so this is when we gonna get right into it, man. Part one, reasons why you shouldn't. Start a business with your friends and families. And, <laughs> right. And I'm making this video because I really, really, really want you guys to think about this stuff. Like my intention is for you guys to send this out to your prospective family members, to your friends that you're thinking about starting that business with. And I want to help start some hard conversations between you guys because clear communication, just like in a marriage, is essential in a business. Um, people think that you can separate your personal life in your business life. But I'll tell you one thing, when it when it's comes to your family, you can't do it. 
um, it's impossible. Like there's no way that you're going to separate your personal life and your personal life experience that you shared with somebody with 10 plus years, 20 plus years, 30 plus years. And think that you can just turn all that off when you go to work. That's not, it's not realistic. It's not going to happen. We need to be aware of that. Um, it's a, it's a false hope. It's a false dream. Anybody that says that you can't do that is lying to you. They don't have any experience doing it themselves. They, if they tell you that, ask them, how do they do it? Um, now we're going to, like I said, in part two, I'm going to go over ways to make sure that clear communication is always, in, is, is always set up. But like I said, there is no separation of personal and business when you're making and building a business with your family. Imagine that's your job right now. Your job is a business. You're employed. You get signed a check. Imagine going to work and then coming home and then living with the people that you work with. Take some time to think about that. How does that look? How does that feel? Are you guys going to talk about work when you get there? <laughs> Are you guys going to bring home that same argument from work? If you had a bad day, does that tension get brought home? Even think about now, like when your wife comes home from work or your parents come home from work, how do they feel? You know what I'm saying? Do they, are they able to walk through that door and completely shut off and be at home? You know, we, we want that to happen, but you know, unfortunately, <laughs> that's not what happens oh, so man. yeah it does it right so even even now like i'm working right now my daughter's right here um there is no separation um so we want to go into so that's that's number one that's number two and now it's two time number two time that's right so like I said, um, a person being your family member or best friend does not automatically qualify them to be a business owner or business partner. Now, let that sink in for a second, man. I really want that to hit you guys in the mouth. It does not qualify. Just because they're your family member, just because they're your friend, does not mean that they are qualified to be your business partner or business owner. Now, what are some qualifications of a business partner or business owner? I hope that you go for a person with experience. I hope that you'd go for a person that's done this before. I hope that you'd want a potential business partner or business owner to have, you know, to be a hard worker. I'd hope that you'd want them to be able to invest their own capital. I hope that you'd want them top of the morning. My boy JD's in the mix, man. Top of the morning. Um, I'd hope that you'd, that you that you care about these things. Daddy, um, talk too much. Oh yeah, see, look, see, my my daughter thinks I talk too much, <laughs> but I hope that you care about these things. There's a host of other business qualifications, but it is not your job to promote your friend, family, cousin, mom, dad, daughter into a business owner position. It's their job. Like that person has to grow themselves into that. God has to promote you into that position. I can't just come up to a person. And be like, oh, yeah, you're a business owner now. Come, come, come open this business with me. Like, no, that's not the way to go about this. I've had I failed doing this plenty of times. Um, like I said, I have a lot. I have a lot of personal experience in doing this, which is why I want to make this video, because this is very, very passionate for me. And I want to help you guys save your relationships because your friends and family. That's all we got. You know, not acknowledging and doing proper qualifications can pretty much start the death of your friendship. And it can start the you know death of what you got going on. I don't want that to happen to you guys. So, um, like I said, just part, like I said, going over it again, like just because your family member, family member, or best friend does not automatically qualify them to be a business owner or business partner, family hierarchies and family titles in the workplace. Like, as I said earlier, it is impossible to separate that personal life and that work life. And when you're young, like when you're my daughter's age, when you're five and you have a two year old, that little sister and little brother title is very cute then. But little sister and little brother can be very demeaning in the workplace. 
um, the the term little itself can have a negative connotation to it. And essentially, if you're not aware of that, <laughs> it can, you know, it can, it can, it can cause problems in the business. Now, just because someone is younger than you doesn't mean that they're underqualified, more underqualified than you are to be the boss caller. Like I have a younger brother. I have a younger sister. Um, my younger brother is physically bigger than me. I stopped calling him a little brother a long time ago. Like we've had to find more terms for that. Like as I'm turning 30, he's turning 28 this year. We just call each other brothers now. Like we're, we're equals, you know, it's just the little, the little part went out the window, but in business, like I said, because of that personal experience, because of that past that you've had with your people, we may forget about that, you know? So like you, like say you start up business with, with your son or daughter, like it's 20, it's 2022. A lot of us that are grown now, our parents are in their fifties or 55s. Um, they didn't grow up making businesses. They didn't grow up starting business. They didn't grow up with the same opportunities that we did. Things change. Um, we operate cameras, social media, all these different things now. Just because they're your mom and dad and they're the leaders of the household, does that mean that they should also lead the business? Like who Who's more qualified for that? Who went to school for that? Who who has experience in that? Who has a degree? Let's make our decision based on that. Um, or like I said, just don't open up the business with each other at all. <laughs> that is that is a that's a big one for me. I watch a lot of families go through this, but that little brother, little sister thing. Please do not try to big bro your family members in business. As there, there's qualifications that we want to look for. Um, Pride. So the same reasons that we're going into pride is, is really big in my community. Um, I'm a person that's, that's dealt with this issue with pride issues and stuff. Like I said, I am a big brother. I can, I, I know for sure I have been guilty of leading in times where I probably should have took the back seat. I know I've been guilty and just, you know, just taking authority and taking command. Cause like I said, I've had that trait for a long time. Like I said, I'm the big bro in my family. I'm the firstborn. So that pride, if you guys aren't able to communicate effectively and understand that this business is completely separate from what we got going on at the house, then that can, that can start a problem. Continue to go on. I'm out of notes now, but now it's time to freestyle with it. Cause like I said, my daughter woke up while I was trying to, to take care of my, uh, opening remarks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you got something to say? <laughs> thinking about some more reasons why you shouldn't um start a business with your family and friends but um i saw so we've already covered like i said the little brother little sister thing pride um daughters same applies for daughters and sons like we we need to base our decision making and who's in charge from a business standpoint uh, using conventional wisdom going into what can help you guys Start a business with your friends and family is, is, is easily seeking outside advice, seeking counsel. Um, the reason why I'm able to do it successfully and the reason why and, and, and unsuccessfully sometimes the reason why it's unsuccessful is because my lack of business knowledge going into the business. You know what I'm saying? Like the equalizer and a lot of times what we believe to be the qualification of starting a business is how much money you can put up front. But if we were to just take a step back and just think about how the real business world works, how everybody else is doing it, how established businesses are doing, there, there's there's sectors for that. There's people that will invest. There's grant writing. There's venture capitalists. There's people that will put up money. You know what I'm saying? Money, putting up money 
isn't the same as as owning the business. Like it, it, it doesn't entitle you to to own the business all of the time. Having the original idea also doesn't entitle you to own the business. It also like it may it may entitle you to a, to a profit share, but it does it's, it doesn't really matter. Like you know, what I'm saying ideas are bought all the time. Uh, knowing the difference between equity and uh, profit share. So, like I said, equity is something that we all want to fight for. We think that we have to have ownership in an idea. We have to have ownership in a business, and that's just simply not true. Like, you you can benefit from a business. A business can take care of you. If you work a nine-to-five, a business is already taking care of you. You can take care of your friends and family with your business, and you can hire out and qualify them and pay them for their roles. Now, whenever you're setting up a business with your friends and family, like, we need to understand that there's already a market rate and market value for pretty much every position that you're thinking about operating in. Um, you're not the first person to do this. You know, you, there, there's people that's already out here doing this before you. And it's important that you recognize that and that you even lean on those people when you when you can. So times when it's time to start a business, like this is the most common thing that happens. Like, OK, you get with your friends. Like, say, I got two thousand dollars. You got two thousand dollars. Let's go in on this idea. You know what I'm saying? Let's build this business. And then let's also go 50-50. That's the most common scenario. And I want you guys to know that there is no such thing as a 50-50 partnership. There's no position in business that is equal to the other at all. Like, unless you guys are both equally employed, unless you guys are both employees, unless we both work the floor or whatever. But in the, in the end of the day, when it comes to business operations, there's no way that you and your partner can split a workload of opera of business ownership down the middle. There's just, there's no way that you can do it. One of you guys is working harder than the other. One of you guys has more time than the other. One of you guys is more qualified than the other. And that's okay. Like, it's, it's okay for us to acknowledge that. And we need to understand that um, that could be beneficial to you. Like imagine, imagine having access to a person that's smarter than you, more intelligent than you, and all you have to do to do business with them is possibly invest or possibly get a job, and then that person can take care of you and your family. Like it takes the releasing of pride to be able to do that. But I promise you, like pride is pride stops a lot of us from doing a lot of things. So. Um, Admitting that somebody's more qualified than you for the job is is step one in being able to have a successful partnership with anybody. Um, we do it we do it at work so easily, but when it comes to our family and friends, we can't do it because there's a sense of competition in the back of all of our minds, and it's and it's poisonous. It works to be acknowledged. Oh yeah, somebody's paying my check. You know, I have a boss. I have this. Like we don't even mind saying my boss, but imagine calling your friend or family your boss. Can you do that? If you can't, you probably can't be in a partnership with your friends or family. And it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, take that time away to, to really think about that, internalize that, and um, go from there. But essentially, like, <laughs> if you... <laughs> I feel like your, your side effects are going to look really cool on camera. If you haven't gave considerable thought to that, then, like I said, don't do it. Like I said, it takes, like, you're better off operating a business on your own. And as we're going to go over in part three... The best way to do business with your friends and family is to just is to have a single ownership and to hire your friends and family. Like I'm a person that tries my hardest to provide the most value possible to businesses, to my partnerships, to my uh, working relationships. And I myself, I've been burnt out from those same that same work ethic, you know, like. 
there is nobody that can outwork me. I want to say I take pride in this because I kind of do, but like I really, really work hard. Like I get up in the morning, I do what I got to do. I've mastered the skills. I've made investments personally on my own things. And when, I, and when I'm going into a partnership, nine times out of 10, people expect for me to bring all of that in there with me. And that's what I want to do, too. But guess what? There's a compensation and there's a payment for that. If you're not able to have that conversation with your friends and family and that tough, tough convo um, about the, oh, yo, I think I should be paid more than you. I think I should have, I think I should owe more than you. I think we should do this and do that. You're not ready for a partnership with your friends and family. Same, same thing on the other foot. Like, just because I feel like I'm bringing more to the table than a potential partner of mine doesn't mean that he has to be okay with that. Like, I, I think it's completely cool for my, okay, say I want to do a business with my little bro. I'm like, hey, bro, you know, I got this going on. I got this going on. I got this going on. I want 75% of the business. He's like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Let me, just let me take some time to figure my stuff out and get this together. Okay, cool. Like, allow him to do that. <laughs> like, that's that's probably the best thing for his development. Uh, that's what he needs time to grow. So I encourage you guys, if you guys are thinking about starting a partnership with your friends and family, think about some of these things that we discussed today. I'm going to come up with some more and continue to drop some knowledge, but I want to make sure that I went live at six today, like I promised. I promised to be a little more prepared for tomorrow's uh, presentation. But like starting a business with your friends and family is something I'm very passionate about. It. I would stay on this topic for the rest of the month if I had to. But um, this is something that I want to do. This is something that I am currently doing. Something I encourage more people to try to figure out. But essentially, like I said, um, when it comes to business ownership, business partnership, please do not partner out of insecurity. Don't partner because you're uncomfortable with doing something on your own. Partner because it is a perfect union. Just like a marriage, you find the perfect people to complement your skill set, your intuition, what you have going on. That's why you make a partnership because you have the perfect complement to what you're trying to do. You don't partner because you're trying to look out for somebody. You don't partner because you want to help bring someone along. Like, no, nah, that's not your job to develop another human being. Like, you can, like, if you want to do that, I highly suggest you make a podcast like this. You make content and you put that information out there. That's going to be a way better way of getting messages indirectly to your friends and families. I've learned that the hard way. Like everybody doesn't need to be coached. Everybody doesn't want their hand held throughout the process. And everybody, nobody wants to be dragged. So please, please, please do not drag your family members along and start a partnership with them or start a business with them just because you're insecure and doing it yourself. You can do it yourself. <laughs> you can open, you can, you can do it yourself. I promise you. And if you need help from your friends and families, you hire them, you pay them properly, you pay them properly, you pay them on time. And we're going to go over exactly how you can do that in part two. We're going to get into everything that you need to do that in part two. We're going to start, we're going to cover um, my favorite book right now, Profit First, teaches you how to manage your money properly. And we're going to cover how to establish roles and, and regulations, man. So if anybody has any questions, like I said, my 20 minutes is over. I'm staying to it this time. The time is running out. We got 45 seconds, but, you know, you guys have the floor. Appreciate y'all joining in with me live today. Part two coming soon. Going to be way more positive than this one. But like I said, I just want to go ahead and start the conversation with you guys. We got to get this going. We got to build these legacies. We've got to build these dynasties. There is a right and wrong way to do it. People has already done it before us, so please don't try to don't reinvent the wheel. Five, eight, seven, <laughs> six, five. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Peace. We high five. We did it. <laughs>